welcome to The Wheel Deal with myself, Dr. Wheeler. The Wheel Deal is a weekly podcast that will feature issues present and past as they relate to mental health, parenting, LGBTQIA, and more. I look forward to future guests joining the show, and I hope you will join us each and every week as I dive into topics that matter providing grounded information. Namaste. Welcome back to The Wheel Deal. Thank you for tuning in once again. I don't know whether to apologize or cry that we have not heard from each other in 2023 and it's almost February. Neither here nor there, the topic for tonight is parents, please wake up. 2023, parents, please wake up. 2020, I came out with parenting 911. Can someone please save our children? This summer, I'm going to be dropping the second edition of that. I want to talk about more of the um, high school era, take some things from that point. That subject and tonight's subject will both mention, so I'll get it out here, that horrible thing known as an IEP. For those of you who may not be aware of what that is, it is an individual education plan by term but what it really is a pass to act a ass and most of our parents accept it willingly because it comes with a check and then you put your child on medication you might forget to give them the medication you might get mad at them and give them too much of the medication The medication will not be effective and really is not the answer. Neither is the IEP. When you create an IEP for your child, what you may as well say to yourself and them at that point is, you'll never go to college and you may not be able to be very successful in the workforce because that IEP is gonna allow him to take breaks from class, to do things to tune out what's going on in class, as well as miss a lot of class for dismissive and excused behaviors. So if that's the road that you wanna take, I'll pray for you all. But I'm here to talk to people who may listen to these words and give things a different shot for the benefit of their child, their well-being, their mental health, and their family as a whole. I remember when I worked in the Zero to Three program, one of the most frustrating things for me was the detachment that happens the moment the child can hold their own bottle, regardless of how well they hold the bottle, right? 
because she's going to get a towel, a blanket, a pillow, anything she can to prop it up with their arms so that she can detach from the baby to do whatever is deemed more important than the baby. That is just as absurd to me as that doggone idea for them to sit and put the phone case holder on the car seat in hopes that people would not forget their child as much. So we're clearly saying we're more attached to the phone than the child because we're actually going to look for the phone. I mean, take a moment of silence. Marinate with that truth. Think about where we are as a society. That's, that's even a thing. Beyond a conversation, which is asinine in itself, it's really a thing. You can actually purchase that car seat. I was also in the van, one of my company vehicles, and when the driver turned off the keys, there was a reminder to check the back seat. I said, damn, where are we as a nation to where the car has to remind you to check for your child? Oh my God. And I know I've seen comments, paragraphs, sentences, arguments, YouTube videos, people trying to explain even one of my good close friends and uh, previous co-workers, how it could possibly happen. Well, pass no judgment about any of this, and maybe I should have made that disclaimer up front. I am not judging. I am passionate to a fault for our children. I am a child advocate by nature. I have been my whole life. You know my story. You read my autobiography. You've talked to me. I made my first hotline call at 13 for five young Latino girls who were getting molested by their dad. And when the mother found out, she vandalized my mom's car because she was more worried about her incarcerated husband than her own traumatized and defiled children. Whew. Shall I not digress from this moment? The funny part about it is my day went very well, very fast, very intense. When you work hard, uh, sometimes you look up and it's time to go and that's a beautiful thing. But I was just so enraged at where the ball gets dropped. So back to where I was talking about when the child can hold their bottle. One of the greatest things I love about a breastfed child beyond the benefits of the breast milk when the mother's healthy is the fact that there is a continuous nurturing bonding process going on with every meal. And when a child is formula fed and the bottle is propped up, the bonding and the nurturing is disconnected. 
and the suffering and the overstimulation and the lack of attention and the neglect and the absence of nurturing and secure attachment, then you have the inability to self-regulate, the parent cannot co-regulate, and the child begins a life of suffering and terrorism because behaviors start and they can't manage it and they cry and have meltdowns afterwards and they are missing learning and these parents will turn around and get upset at the educators but if you can't hardly handle one child at home you put off the chain kids like yours in a group of 30 and you figure it out it's all day managing behaviors. How can you teach reading, writing, arithmetic if Johnny won't sit down, if Jackie won't stop hitting, if Faye won't quit cussing and running out of class, if kids aren't calling each other every name in the Bible and cussing up a storm? Oh my God, can we please implement, re-implement home training? See, this is the thing. This is the thing. And I want you to hear this. I don't know if this is like the call to action or the hearing part, but just listen to this, okay? And tell somebody else. The child should not be forced to adapt to your environment. I'm going to say it again. The child should not be forced to adapt to your environment. You are forced to adapt to the child's environment. They are a guest in your home. You know, like when you have friends over and you go out of your way to try to make them feel comfortable, don't let it be a potential date. Oh, all the things you will do. So why don't we have that same energy when it comes to our children? I remember people used to tell me, you let your son run you, you this, you that. Well, guess what? I respected him and he respects me. You get what you give. And the level of detachment that happens from that time that child's holding their own bottle from age to age and year to year, and now we're just throwing devices at them. Anything, hold this, hold that, whatever. Just don't expect me to do anything with you because I, I just had you to take pictures of you and get you dressed in a whole bunch of expensive clothes that are probably really going to put me in debt and I'm going to be trying to figure out how to pay the rent later or whatever case may be. And again, no shade, no judgment, but I've had several kids tell me, and I remember being the kid who said, I don't want stuff. I want my mother's time. I want my mother's attention. And if you have multiple children, listen to this too. If you have multiple children, map that shit out just like you would a job day, a work week, schedule, time for you and each child to have individual time with each other. It's possible. 
put the other ones on a task, let them know what's due, have some order in your home. Please get some damn home training because no home training changed into no class management, changed into you just going to have a bunch of uneducated kids running this world because they're going to become adults whether we educate them or not, right? Right. So I'm off on a tangent because I'm so passionate and frustrated about this issue because then they just... Again, like I said, they get diagnosed, they get an IEP, they get medication, they may or not may get the dosages, the medications offsets other problems. Look at people who are long-term psychotropics. Your liver starts overreacting, your your kidney starts acting up. I could go on and on about the pharmaceutical industry, but you can take your time and watch that on Netflix, right? What I'm here to talk about is our most precious resources. The things that we lay down, we conceive, we give birth to. And then somewhere we are discombobulated when they're on a t-shirt or laid out on the ground. And what more could we have done? How much more could the village have pulled together and slowed the parties down and the hanging out and the hating on each other and the Snapchatting our whole world away? And (sighs) when the phone was tied down, people were free. When the phone was tied down, people were free. When the phone was tied down, people were free. But now, we chasing a story, we chasing a light, we chasing a love, we chasing a follow. We chasing the clout. We chasing the competition. We not even trying to keep up with the Joneses no more. It's bigger than that. Shit. We want to live like the Obamas or something. Oh, my God. Stop letting these babies watch this reality TV. They come in school acting like the bad girls club. They so mean and evil to each other. I'm so tired of these kids talking about who they want to fight and how they want to fight. And I told them, man, back in the day, I'd have opened this damn gym. I'd have closed all y'all in there and y'all have figured it out. Whoever make it out is the baddest one, right? Because it's just too much and it's ongoing. But when you go home, you hear your mama talking mess on the phone and your auntie's talking shit and everybody just talking about everybody and they smiling and they face and ain't no code and ain't no loyalty and ain't no respect and the kids ain't getting sent in the other room no more and you on your phone in the car and it's coming through the car speaker so they're hearing all this adult conversation that kids should never be privy to like Stop letting these babies watch all this inappropriate stuff. And let me tell you about your kids, 9 and 10 years old, letting them get on these discords and these different apps, even Roblox and all that stuff. I done told y'all before, there are child predators on there. Kids are coming up missing. Little girls are getting raped, killed, snatched out of town by an app that you know they got on their phone. By an app that you know they got on their phone. Nobody checks backpacks. Nobody checks phones. When my son was young, I had it set up to where there was a code on the TV. That wasn't happening with that. And everything he Googled on the computer came straight to my email. He didn't get privies to all of that until he was 18. He didn't get Facebook by his choice until he went to college. 
but you set that precedence there. They said, read 30 minutes. I made him read an hour. That boy reads books with his eyes closed. His mama trying to read the Bible beginning to end, and I'm stood up in Exodus. Anyway, parents, please, please wake up. Wake up. Break the curse. You drop your baby off at the same house you got molested at and you don't expect nothing to happen to her. Let's be real. Wake up. You leaving your child home with these kids and you don't think she's going to just go ahead and become a teen parent? You making her play the role of one. So she getting on the job training, right? I mean, wake up. Take care of these kids and they will take care of you. You raising somebody's husband, somebody's wife, or are you raising somebody's thought and somebody's trap boy? That's how you're dressing some of them. That's how they're showing up on TikTok and you're thinking it's cute. And the sad part about it is now you can get paid to humiliate your child, right? Interesting. I'm not going to hold you. I'm not going to hold you. The rest of it I'll just put in the book. But um, I don't know no other way to say it. Parents, please wake up. Namaste. This brings us to the close of this week's episode of The Wheel Deal with Dr. Wheeler. Be sure to share this with your friends, colleagues, and loved ones, and return each week for more great topics and special guests. Until the next one, Namaste.